five more. Mehmet shakes his head, a wry smile on his face. What? You still think I'm crazy paying those prices? She asks. No. I think it's funny that somebody is getting a backhander purely for growing mint to supply those things. Unauthorized botanical cultivation. Can't imagine that's what the Seguridad call a jump sea defense. No, but I'm sure some prick at the FNG would be able to tell you the exact expected yield in zucchini or whatever that they would otherwise be growing in that square footage of soil. And what about your social life, she asks. I hear you're switching phase on us. Mamet looks bashful. Yeah, this guy I've been seeing, it's getting serious. He's on Meridian. And you're leaving all us sweet people on Atlantic for him? It really must be love. I already got a lot of friends who are on Meridian phase. Been thinking of making a change for a while. This was just the final nudge, you scope me? Jenna fixes him with a look. He withers. Okay. It is love, he admits. Knew it. So what tests we running today? He asks, conspicuously changing the subject. Jenna smiles by way of acknowledgement. It'll be a shame when he switches. She likes working with him. The test chamber is now only a few meters ahead. The entrance is a bladed aperture at the end of the shaft, but inside, it's like a giant buckyball. She and Mehmet are both in synthetic pharmacology research based out of Wheel 2. The firm they work for has a block booking on this chamber, studying the sustained effects of microgravity on certain artificial compounds. That's weird, she says, reading the security status on her lens. The chamber is open. It looks unambiguously closed to me, Mehmet responds, confused. I mean it's not locked. The team using it last can't have closed up properly. See? These are the losers and wasters you're about to throw your lot in with when you shift to Meridian. Without the security interface requesting an access code, they don't have to stop outside. The aperture dilates in response to their proximity, so they can let their momentum carry them inside uninterrupted. Jenna executes a somersault to emphasize this fact, but as she spins upright again, she is tugged to a stop. Mehmet has grabbed the rim for purchase with one hand and taken hold of her shoulder with the other. She looks at him by way of demanding an explanation. Mehmet is staring into the vastness of the chamber, eyes wide, speechless, shivering, scared. In zero-G, the gentle ballet of objects in motion can make anything look elegant. Not this. Glistening organs dance gently around each other in the bright expanse, like motes of dust in a shaft of sunlight. Intestines curl and twist between sections of limbs denuded of skin, muscle exposed, like illustrations in an anatomy textbook. She sees an empty skull, the top sheared off. The brain has been removed, floating free amidst this carnal constellation. Jenna is almost as much a geek as Mehmet for the work of the Neurosophy Foundation. But the one thing she never got is why they are pioneering memory erasure. 
She couldn't understand why anyone would want that. She does now. Part One Awakening One There will be no children. It is the first thought that flashes into Alice's mind as she slowly approaches consciousness, like a diver rising towards the surface. The words are prompted by a sound, that of children's voices, laughing and shrieking with delight. At first she thinks she is imagining them, but though her eyes are closed, she knows the voices are coming from outside her head. There will be no children. It is one of the things she remembers being told to expect about her first trip to Ciudad del Cielo, CDC. And yet, she can hear them clear as day. Is it a recording? She opens her eyes.